And it is the official Kerrville podcast here, episode number 31. And uh, SV Fitness is a newer business in the Texas Hill Country. Uh, how long have you guys been opened up now, Shantae? Um, actually, just since April. So since April. Yes. That's how long you guys have been here. Right. So, and you started out, uh, well, we'll get to that here in a second. Uh, first of all, I want to say that you can find this on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. You can find it at CurvilPodcast.com. And now you can actually watch the podcast videos on YouTube. Just go to the Curville Podcast YouTube page as well. And of course, make sure you like the Curville Podcast Facebook page as well. And if you like what you hear on this podcast, or if you know somebody, make sure that you share this out on social media so more people can learn it or learn about it and, and hear it and get to know the people in our local community. That's what it's all about here at the Kerrville Podcast. Isn't that right, John? That's right. We were formerly a Kerrville Small Business Network. We transitioned yeah. over to the Kerrville Podcast, and uh, we're, we're still interviewing businesses, anybody in Kerrville, really. Yeah, and it kind of simplifies things, too. It's a lot a lot easier to remember Kerrville Podcast versus Kerrville Small Business Network Podcast slash org.com and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, yeah, it kind of makes it easier. So, Shantae, uh, you and your husband moved here from Brady. Correct. Uh, when did you guys move here? Um, let's see. I want to say 2019. Yes. Okay. May. May of 2019. And uh, what brought you guys to Kerrville? Originally, we were moving here because uh, my husband got his dream job of being a police officer. Um, and uh, Kerrville Police Department made him an offer um and they were going to help him go to school and all of that kind of stuff and oh, so that's awesome that's what originally started it um he got that offer i believe it was february of 2019 march of 2019 right after that offer um i found a uh, tumor on my neck which i originally thought was a pulled muscle so this happened after after, his, after you guys found out that you were moving to Kerrville. Right, right. We yeah. already had the plan and everything. Um, we had only been, which I should probably back up a little bit. We'd been in the military um, for a very long time. and um, So you served? N- uh, no, my husband did. Oh, you did, did not serve. Your my husband, husband did. Your yes. husband served. Well, and I'm a military yeah. brat. My dad okay. doesn't. So I've been military all my life. Okay. Military wives are, are right up there. <laughs> I mean, they're doing, they're going through it all too. The whole family is. It was interesting. Um, So after we got out of the military and stuff, um, we had only been out for for a few years. And he had had always wanted to be a police officer. So that's why we had originally um, knew we were going to move to Kerrville. Um, And then um, maybe not even a month after that, um, I actually um, went to a chiropractor. I knew I had this thing on my neck um, where I have a scar now. It's my battle scar. Um, And she said, you need to go get that checked out. And I said, no, it's just a pulled muscle. You know, I was lifting. That's whenever it keeps popping up. And she said, no, you need to go get it checked out today. Um, so I came here to a doctor here in Kerrville and stuff. Ended up um, after a few weeks finding out I had Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, man. So um, it was funny because I never got sick. I never had the flu, never had a virus. Nothing. Nothing was ever wrong. Um, my husband had been deployed um, half of 2017 and all of 2018. No, I take that back. All of 2018 and then 2019, he came back. um, And uh, that's whenever all of this kind of started happening. Um, And so I thought, well, hey, you know, first you're like, oh, my gosh, is this real? You know, you got to take a day or so and then you keep processing. And we didn't want to tell my girls or anything till we knew it was going on. Yeah, I can't imagine what you guys were going through with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, after that, we were just kind of like, you know what? Okay, Um, there's good doctors over there. There's um, cancer treatment 
you know, sinners and stuff like that, Texas Oncology, all of those. And so I thought, okay, well, this is God telling us, yes, this is where we need to go. You're going to have your dream job. I'm going to go through cancer treatment. My parents were here. Um, and so um, we moved to Kerrville. And and you had been a personal trainer at this point for quite right. a long time. Right. So uh, cancer doesn't discriminate whatsoever. Um, never in my life did I ever think I would go to the doctor and find out two weeks later that I had cancer. Um, and so um, prior to this, um, you know, I'm, I'm not your average trainer. I'm not somebody who has been healthy my whole entire life. I'm not somebody who graduated high school and said, I think I want to go and, you know, to college and do kinesiology. And after that, I'm going to get a certification as a personal trainer. And I'm just, you know, healthy my whole entire life. No, I was, you know, your regular teenager. We were in the military and, you know, military likes to have fun. They like to party. And that's what we did. You know, that's what we did. Um, We had our girls and everything. But when I was in high school, I was anorexic. I literally was 97 pounds when I graduated. Um, and so then after that, you know, you, you go through life and you get healthier. And then I had my kids and then I had a surprise baby, um, my third, my third daughter, she was a surprise. And, um, I kind of let myself go. I'm not kind of, I did. I let myself go. Um, and Admitting so, that is hard. um, yeah, I, yeah, it I is. did no exercise whatsoever. Um, she was born in, um, 2014 and, um, that whole entire pregnancy, I did nothing but sit, eat, sit, eat, sit, eat. And before I knew it, um, I was in the office, the doctor's office getting ready to have her. And when they weighed me, I mean, I was almost 200 pounds. I think I was 183 at that time. Um, and I'm only 5'3". Yeah. That's a lot of weight for somebody who's 5'3". And well, 5'3 and a quarter. I claim that quarter because I want to be taller. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a wake up call for me. And of course, after you have that baby and you're at an older age and you're extremely heavy and um, you kind of look in the mirror and you go, man, my clothes don't fit. Yeah. My stomach's hanging over my pants. Um, I have no energy. The baby's crying, you know. I can relate to that without the baby crying. <laughs> All of that, you know. So I found myself <laughs> sitting on the floor um, in my living room and my husband came in and he said, look, I love you, but you got to get up and you got to do something. I mean, we, we can't keep doing this. It's true love. Yeah. And so um, yeah. I started out with dance, dance to fit. Um, Jessica Bass is the creator of it. And I found her on a YouTube um, and um, I watched that video and then I'd start to do 15 minutes of her YouTube videos. That's all I could handle. My knees hurt like crazy. My shoes, I was literally breaking the arches in my shoes and um, a it's, couple of it's tough to get started. It is. It's very tough to get started. Yeah. And every time you think that you're making some progress, but you have that bad day, you kind of go, what am I doing this for? It's it's hopeless. Mm-hmm. Why would I do this? But I remember walking into my kitchen that day and um, I have this in my gym now at the very top of, of the mirrors. And it says the temptation to quit is greatest right before you succeed. Mm. And my husband had written that on a sheet of notebook paper and he put it on the refrigerator. And I kept thinking, I've got to, I've got to read this every single day. And he put it on the refrigerator because he knew every time I wanted to quit, I was going to walk back to that fridge, grab whatever I could and sit there and feel sorry for myself. 
And that was his way because he is a Marine. So, you know, they're not all lovey-dovey. It's kind right. of, you know, well, tough love. And, and you know what? That's a good thing, though. Yeah. It, I mean, it really is a good thing. <laughs> I, I would rather somebody just be 100% blunt with me right. than sugarcoat anything. Well, and with girls, sometimes you know? that's Absolutely. good. And sometimes right. it will backfire on you. Yeah. And there's a few times that I just, you know, wanted to smack him. But <laughs> yeah. I yeah. didn't. Um, and, of course, after that, then it went up to 30 minutes. Well, before I knew it, I had lost 40 pounds. And I was eating better and, um, you know, taking my healthy supplements, all of that kind of stuff. And now, now once you got past that point of the, the arches on your shoes and your knees mm-hmm. hurting and, and that kind of thing, things kind of smooth out after that, I guess. Right. Right. It and, gets it gets easier. Yeah. I mean, you know, I got to the point of where I was like, OK, I can do this. I have a picture of myself. I have a, a garden wagon and I have my I think she was probably about 14 months by then. She's inside the wagon. I have a bungee cord tied to my waist and I was running around the block. I could only do it like one and a half times, but I was pulling her in that wagon. And um, we have a picture of that. And of course, you know, I still had my stomach. I was still pretty healthy. No I have excuses. proof. Yeah, I have yeah. proof pictures on there because everybody looks at me now and goes, there's no way that was you. Oh, yes, it was. I have a picture of my stomach hanging over my pants because I took that picture so that every time I would feel like I was going to quit, I was going to read what he wrote me, and I was going to look at that picture and go, no, no more going back. Only only positive thoughts, only moving forward. So, you know, I've been at both sides. I've been so, extremely skinny, extremely heavy, you know, all of that. So you, you lost all this weight. I lost and, all the weight. And then here comes 2018, 2019. You, right. guys, you guys are moving to Kerrville. Mm-hmm. You get this cancer diagnosis. Right. And at, at first... I'm sure it was pretty tough. It was. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. I'm sure the, the first whole thing, thing was tough. Yeah, I mean, the, but, the, yeah. When you're in the car and the doctor calls and they say, you know, you, you've you got cancer. Um, you know, your first thing is, are you sure? Yeah. Are, are you are you sure? Do I need like, to get a second opinion? Yeah. On there. Yeah. And they're like, well, you know, you're negative for B cells and T cells, but you're positive for multiple lymphomas. And I remember my husband is sitting there in the truck and I looked at him and the first thing I said was, I don't, I don't want to die. And at that time, we didn't know where all it was, but it turned out I had it all in my neck, my chest and three spots on my lungs. So I was stage 2E, which means that it's gone into other organs. Um, then my next thought was, oh, my girls, I'm going to try not to cry. What do you do when you have three little girls? You know, not that it's any different than three little boys, because little boys can be so attached to their mamas. Yeah. You know, your your parents are your parents. That's your mama. That's your daddy. But and they I thought, idolize what us. Are they, we what are their life. Yes. yes what are what are they going to do? And, you know, my husband, he is not a crier, but he started to cry and he held my hand. And then I said, oh, Daniel, my hair. Are you still going to love me whenever I'm completely bald and I have no hair? Um, and he was like, it doesn't matter. We're going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. So we come in and then we find out where all it's at and stuff. And I have pictures of me in the hospital. And I thought, I'm going to show people. But the one thing I will tell you that did happen was my girls found out at school. Somebody found out that I had it. <laughs> and and this is the other thing that we teach in the gym. Be kind no matter where you're at, don't judge anybody. Don't judge yourself and don't judge others. Everybody does that enough outside. Yeah, you're right. Don't do that to yourself. Um, But somebody actually had told my daughter, I heard your mom is going to die. And she came home. 
And when she came home, I had already had my first round of chemo. So my hair was falling out already. And she's a pitcher in softball. She loves softball. Um, and so we're outside and we're practicing And how pitching. old was she? Um, let's see. She was 10, turning okay. 11. Um, and so um, the wind blew and my hair blew out. And I had long hair down to my waist and stuff. And she kind of looked at me. And then, you know, that that's the day that we went through and we shaved. They, they took turns shaving a piece of my hair is what they all did. Um, it was kind of a thing of we're in this together. Everything's going to be okay. And I didn't want them to see me hurting. I wanted them to see me strong and that I yeah. was okay and they were going to be okay. And then um, my best friend, who is now my massage therapist here in Brady too, <laughs> she said, you know, it's just amazing. You have the most beautiful head. And the girls looked at me and they went, mom, you do have a beautiful head. And so something that was completely heartbreaking turned into something that was happy. And I said, man, can you imagine if I had to be bald and I had an ugly head? You know, that, that would have been horrible. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, we had to pull something else out of it. But you find a different type of strength. Um, and then after that, once we started chemo and everything, I told my husband, I can't just lay down and die. I can't. Um, when cancer travels to different parts of your body, it is very much harder to get rid of. But luckily for me. I had um, a Dr. Ramirez here, and he's a, he's a bit of a joker, and he said, but hey, if you're going to get cancer, get Hodgkin's. And I said, okay, what is that supposed to be? <laughs> and he said, it's the most curable cancer. It's oh, the most curable good. cancer. Yeah. And so that's what we did. And so um, I ended up with um, uh, Dr. DeLeon, who was my oncologist. Unfortunately, he's moved to Florida. Um, but he's the one that got me through everything, and he said, hey, you're a personal trainer, so train yourself. And I said, okay. And he said, you got to keep those heart and lungs healthy. Uh, chemotherapy takes a toll on those heart and lungs. And if you just lay down, you're, you're not going to get back up. You know, you're it's kind of crazy as human beings how it seems like the more active we are, the healthier we are. Exactly. It, it, like everything else, you know, the more you drive a vehicle, the mm -hmm. more deteriorated it gets. Right. Or the more you live in a house, the more deteriorated, deteriorated the house gets. But as, as human beings... The more we drive ourselves, right. the healthier we get. It's, we're not it's made a, to stop. Yeah, we're not. We're we're not just objects. You know, we we are human beings, and it's the complete opposite of anything else out there. I don't know of anything else that the more you use it, the better it gets. Right. That, well, and it can be in both aspects. True. Sometimes there's a bad mental aspect of it. Sometimes you can push too hard because we don't know how to rest. Um, yeah. But what you also have to learn is where the middle is. You have to learn that when your body is telling you you need to rest, when it comes to working out and everything else. Because um, I was teaching seven classes in six days at one point. Yeah, which and means that's, one day I was teaching too. Yeah. Yes, on there. Um, but it was push, push, push. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. Um, so I had to learn. You got to lick your wounds. You got to let your body rest. You got to regenerate. Then you push forward. Um, but some people get into that mental thing where you can't stop. They need more, more, more. As humans, that's just human nature. Everybody seems to always want more. Well, you start seeing results, and right. you're like, "All right, well, let me let me really get some results here." And next right. thing you know, you're yeah, you burn yourself out on exactly. It. Yeah. You hit exhaustion, which is what you never want to do. Um, so I know that that there's some trainers that will say, "No, you got to train seven days a week for a lot," you know, or whatever. No, no, you don't. Um, but I'm a different type of trainer. We work on the mental, emotional, and physical. Because here's the thing. What your mind believes about you is what your heart is going to feel. Most people fall off the wagon because 
they go to somebody or they start training and they get all these muscles. But once they're done with the trainer, they go back into their same old routines. Why? Because you didn't change the vision of what people saw in themselves. They did not change it. Now you we're getting gave into them some muscles. psycho-cybernetic stuff here. It, it is. I yeah. mean, you gave them muscles, but yeah. did you change the heart? Did you change the mind? Because what the mind believes, the heart will feel, and then the body achieves it. Then you keep it. And yes, I want my people to stay with me. Why? Because I'm a trainer and that's my job. But I want them to want to stay with me. Not because they need me, but because they want to be there. If somebody just needs you for that portion of time they'll go back to their old ways. They're going to stop. I'm good for right now, but then they're going to fall back into old habits. You have to change everything, everything, not just give them muscles. And you know, my personal experience with that is I talked about a little bit on the, on the air on 991 Mike FM this morning. My experience with that is that exact same. I, I had a personal trainer for three or four months. I lost about 20 pounds. I was nothing but muscle. You know, I was starting to see a six pack come through my, I was, I could lift things easier. I could go help people move. And it didn't like wear me out or anything. Right. You know, like literally I could just pick stuff up and it was like easy stuff that used to be hard to pick up before, you know, it completely changed my, my body transformed into being healthy there for a while. And then as soon as I stopped seeing a personal trainer and going my three days a week at from nine to nine thirty or nine to nine forty five, as soon as I stopped that little by little, it just started chipping away at that mm-hmm. and chipping away and the unhealthy food started chipping in more and more and more. And you can combine those. And then you got the fat slob that I am today. No, bro. <laughs> you are not that far um, gone. Shante. <laughs> oh, that was a joke, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, man. No, man. I, the other day you carried a hundred pound punching bag up these stairs, like mm-hmm. all the way up these stairs. I'm like, I'm like, you need help, man. He's like, no, I got it. All the way up, all the way. I think all the way back down too. Um, but Shantae, I was so quiet listening to what you said because it really hit home for me. My brother passed away when he was 31 years old from a uh, leukemia, and uh, you know, on one hand, I'm over here almost jealous, like you know, and it's gonna get deep. On one hand, I'm like, man, I, I, why, why couldn't he have made it like this? Why couldn't this be his story? Why? But then on the other hand, you're bringing. So I spent many months in the hospital sleeping at night with him, seeing him going through right. all that. So, you know, and it, it was it was horrible. My best friend and uh, my big brother. And, uh, you know, I see you succeeding after after this. And there's many people as we speak up on the seventh floor at Methodist Hospital who would mm-hmm. give anything and everything to have a day like we all had this morning. We woke up. And have an opportunity, and I guarantee you, they would be doing what you're doing right now. So you are living your best life, whether you know it or not, for for these cancer patients and for these people going through this. And uh, I just wanted to tell you that that I thank you for that too, Mm -hmm. because yeah, I see it. And and, um, some people, they have a second chance at life, and they don't. They don't do anything with it. Right. Um, me and Mike have a second chance at life. Yeah. Um, from a whole different disease. And and uh, it's just, it's awesome. It well, is. It really is. And uh, before we started, you said you're not an average gym. You also focus on mentality. And uh, somebody that was in your situation, the Shantae five 
six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. She walks into your gym. How can you help her? Well, the first thing that we do is is we have a conversation. We get to know each other. I need to know who you are. I need to know what your goal is. I need to know what you go through. So when we first sit down, it's not a, well, we're going to go over here. We're going to put a barbell on your back. No, that's not how we meet the first time. You come in and we actually get to know each other just a little bit. I want to know what you want. Not what I want, not what I think that you need. I want to know what you want. I want to know how you see yourself. I want to know how you want to see yourself. Um, there, Everybody has gone through something. Everybody has their quirks. And yes, they say you're not a counselor. No, I'm not a counselor. But you're asking me to help you get healthy. You're asking me to help you get fit. There is different aspects of fitness. But everybody seems to forget that. So Yeah, they think it's just you know, you know lifting weights or, right, or doing cardio or something. And that's just part of it. Because anybody can lift weights. Yeah. Anybody can get muscles. That's the easy part. The hard part is changing somebody's mind about themselves. I don't do it for you. I just help you to see that. I help you to see that nobody is too far gone. Nobody is incapable of change. Um, Everybody can change. Everybody can change their habits. You just have to want to take the step. Now, there's different levels that people are at. They're contemplating. They're past the contemplating, and they think they want to do it, but it's making the commitment. Then it's, well, I make the commitment, but this is going to take more priority over that. People stop making themselves a priority. You can't be good for anybody else if you can't be good for yourself. Amen. Right, Mike. Yeah. We've talked about that so many times. So that's how we start out. We start out with what is it that you want? What is it that you have issues with? What parts of your body are you not happy with? Um, What is your long-term goal? And then once we reach that goal, what would be like that you think is completely out of of reach, but you would love to have it? Okay, well, we'll reach that one, and then we're going to go past that one, and we're going to hit this one. And then once that one, we hit that one, we're going to go to a next one on there. So your vision of yourself has to change before anything else will. Otherwise, you get muscles and then you fall off the horse and you go back to the same thing again. Why? Because when you look in the mirror, you're still not happy with what you see. You're still not happy with how you feel. You have to be happy with how you feel and what you see when you look in the mirror. Then everything else just starts to take shape. But that's how you form a habit, a good habit. But it's the same way with bad habits. It's the same process. It's just the mentality that changes. So what do you say to somebody who, who's at your gym and, and they like it, but, you know, two weeks in, they hit that wall and, and they, they want to quit and they want to stop. Everybody has an off day. Everybody has an off day and you're allowed to have an off day. You are, but you need to sit down and think about it and you need to tell yourself, I'm allowed to be off. Everybody gets down, but I'm not allowed to quit. Why? Because I can't quit on myself. If you quit on yourself, that means you quit on everybody else too. Once you hit that, then that temptation, the exact thing that I have above my mirrors, that temptation of you wanting to quit, it did succeed. The temptation succeeded. You did not, and you don't want to ever look at that and say, I went backwards again. So our thing is, every time everybody comes in, positive thoughts, 
leave the baggage at the door. Mm. When you come in here, you're not anybody's mom. You're not anybody's dad. You're not who you are at work. You are just being you. This is the time for you to let loose, de-stress, be yourself, get that time that you need for yourself. And then you'll be ready to face the rest of the world whenever you go out. If you get that and positive thoughts only, when they come in and they're having a down day, I know today sucked. I get it. Everybody has a day where it sucks. But right now it's your time. So let that stay outside and you come in and you do you. You be strong for you. And then once you've done that, everybody's ready to go. Everybody's ready to to take on the rest of the world. And then they come back in the next day and they're good. Positive thoughts only. There's no looking back. What's the point of that? Yeah. You can't change what happened back there. Right. Yeah. You can change what happens up here. That's it. Yeah. It's like church for your body and mind. I guess. People used to call my gym in Brady the sanctuary. Man. That's funny. The sanctuary. That's the that's, that's, that's where they, they could be themselves. The acceptance. So, you know, and, and it was funny because we have those rules. Have fun while you're in here. That's all I want you to do is have fun. Let loose. Have fun. No judging. No judging against yourself and no judging against others. Third, don't quit. Why? What's the point? You're already in here. Why would you quit? <laughs> right. What were you going to say, Mike? And, and one thing I've heard, you know, when you have that off day, and sometimes when you have that off day, it can throw you back to square one. Mm-hmm. You can feel like you have fallen out of the tree and hit every branch on the way down. And that guilt from missing that day can really eat your lunch and can really completely just throw you off of whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. you know? But one thing that I've heard, you know, is it's kind of like brushing your teeth. If you miss brushing your teeth for a day, and I think it happens to everybody in the world, everybody has a day where they miss brushing their teeth. The next day you go back and you brush your teeth and you just restart that next day and you just keep going. Well, that's the portion of of acceptance, acceptance in there. And that, and that's a big thing. Everybody is accepted in our place. I haven't had a single person walk in and go, I don't feel comfortable in here. Because and that's, that's not the way we work. Yeah. That's not the way we work. I what mean, about what about somebody that's just extreme? We were talking about this a little bit on Mike FM this morning. But what about somebody that's just extremely out of shape? They they can barely walk, you right. know, or they can barely do anything at all. Uh, what about what about people that are in in that condition? Yeah, that, that have have counted themselves out from ever being able to be healthy or fit again. Um, we have quite a few um, in my gym. Some of them do private training. Um, Some of them are in the group fitness, Um, but what we're teaching you is everybody gets knocked down. Everybody has that, that bottom. We're just helping you pick yourself up. And that's where we'll start at. Literally your balance, your stability, your energy, learning to get yourself up. So it's the basics. You sit down, you stand up, you know, it's just that kind of thing. That is all an emotional Almost everybody who has that, if it's not due to medications or something like that, it's an emotional and mental block is what it is. So fitness is a mind game. That's what people, oh, people see the motivation man. stickers. You know, they, they see stuff. the motivational stickers and they're like, this, the mind, have the mind. In her. Yes, you can tell them that all day long. But did you show them? Did you show them? Did you talk to them about it? Did you motivate them enough to go that right there when you're doing that? that is changing your mind. Do it again. Do it again. You know, just that kind of thing. And in the classes, that's one thing. I'm like, you know, when I say roll and stick your butt out, I literally mean roll and stick your butt out. Nobody is paying attention to you. You are in here for yourself. Whatever they're doing or however they're doing it, that is their thing. You have your thing. 
it is okay to be you. Use your mind to look in that and go, yes, I'm doing this and I'm going to do it again and I'm going to do it again and I'm going to do it again. So people who are extremely overweight and feel like they can't make that step, once they come in through the door, I'm like, okay, well, give me a reason why you can't. Why can't you? Sit down. Pick yourself up. Sit down. Pick yourself up. Well, look at that. You just did it twice. So why can't you pick yourself up now? What is making you say, no, I can't do this? Because you that's what you're make doing. You sit down you're, there? Yes. That's powerful. I mean, it's, it's something, something silly. Step onto that step and step back down. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm making you work. You just told me you couldn't do it. But yet here you are and you're doing it. It's that's just a mental yeah. block. And so if you change the mind, everything else comes with it. Just most people have had so much in their lives that they don't believe in themselves anymore. They don't believe in themselves. And that's what you have to change. Shante, if you haven't already, I, I bet you're going to save lives because depression is real. Depression and your image really correlate, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Overweight, you know, whether you're overweight, underweight, whatever. Right. It, um self-esteem you know it, it all correlates and i guarantee you if you haven't already whether you know it or not I, you're going to save lives i hope so i mean that's that's what we kind of base ourselves off of we're not your ordinary gym um like i said no i'm not a counselor um but i am a fitness trainer and to me fitness encompasses a whole lot more than just putting dumbbells or a barbell on your back and making you squat you know there's there's a lot more to it um, so we're not your ordinary gym. We are the gym for ordinary people, just your normal everyday person walking down the street. That's who we are for. We're not here to, you know, make you a supermodel in a magazine. And if you wanted to, I mean, I'm sure we can get it done. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and maybe you're not into bodybuilder competitions. Well, that's fine. I'm not either. What do I want? I want to be healthy. I want to feel good when I wake up in the morning. I want to look in the mirror when I get dressed and go, you look pretty good today. You know, that kind of thing. Now, does that happen every day? No, we're normal. We're people. Mm -hmm. But a place for acceptance, a place where you can feel good, a place where you can make the changes that you need to change without somebody doubting you or without you looking over to the side and watching somebody, you know, and go, I'm never going to be able to do that. No. When you look to the side in our gym, they're like, keep going. I'm going, you keep going, Amen. you know, That's that awesome. kind of thing. Or, and if somebody's, you know, like, I can't, I can't do this plank any longer, whatever. Yes, you can. Don't you quit. Don't you quit. I will get down on the floor in your face and we will do it together, but you won't quit. We've heard the planks before and uh, we've heard a time on, <laughs> on a, a healthy person can do a plank for, what's the number? What's the number, like a good average number? Um, Probably the most that I've, normally seen as about three minutes now i will tell you i had a client that um could do a plank for maybe 20 seconds starting out um when she first started with me and within the week of christmas we were doing new year's resolutions and i said okay what is what is one thing that you want to do and she said i want to be able to do a one minute plank and i said okay um and she said, I want to be able to do this by, you know, the end of next year. Three days. Three days. Three days later. One minute plank. If 
five days later, one and a half minute plank. She is not a small person. She is overweight, but she can do it. Man, that is so cool. That's all it took. And she just looked at me and I said, I told you. All you had to do was change your mind. Your body will do what it needs you to do. You just got to stop thinking so bad about it. Take care of it. You only got one. Don't destroy it. And that doesn't mean that you can't eat this or eat that. It just means don't overindulge. Don't take in something. I mean, 90% of the time you're already full. You're just thirsty. Yeah, that's so important. You need water, you know, that kind of thing. And then the other part of the time, you're just bored. Yeah. So why go do something else? You know, there's other things you can do. All right, SV Fitness, Shantae Verdell has uh, spent the last half hour with us on the podcast here. And uh, thank you so much for, for coming in and sharing, you know, about SV Fitness and what you do. And it's just really amazing to see how much you actually, this is more than just a business for yes, you. Yes, it is. This is actually your life. It is. It is. This This is me. Um, when you come in, you, you meet the real me. Um, I'd not you know don't pretend about anything i don't beat around the bush sometimes i'm a little too blunt maybe um but i'd rather tell you the whole truth and nothing but the truth um than make you believe in something that's you know not actuality um but what you see is what you get and um i have that relationship with all of my clients everybody that i know we're a family um no we don't spend 24 hours a day together but um we support each other we make sure that there is no judgment between those doors. Everybody is accepted, and we work hard together, and we accomplish goals. We I can do. see it in your eyes. Oh, yeah. And the way you speak about it. <laughs> I love my people. I do, I do um, with my whole heart. So, um, yeah, if you're looking for somebody and, and you're needing a different environment and you've tried all kinds of different gyms and different trainers, you haven't tried me. Where are you at? Where are you located? I'm at 91 Coronado Drive. Coronado. Right yes. next to the uh, fire department headquarters, fire marshal. Yeah. Uh, there's a mini mart right there. There's yeah. also uh, Moss Motors is right there. And Tally, is it Tally? Yes. Yeah, Tally Elementary yes. is right at the end of that street right there, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So, yeah, between Kerrville and Ingram right there. So you can stop into 91 Coronado, mm-hmm. right? 91 Coronado Drive. You, you can also give SB Fitness a call at 830-315-4U. And you guys have all kinds of uh, classes yes. there, too. Uh and they're not expensive. Like no. literally $45 a month gets you in all the classes, all the dance classes right. there. No way. Yeah. Yes. 45 bucks a month gets you to where you can, yeah, you can go to all of them. Uh, they have dance to fit. They have dance and define. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you can drop in as well. And you can call Shantae and set up a complimentary personal training evaluation. And uh, and how does that work? How, when they so, do that, um, whenever they whenever they call in and stuff, we'll schedule them for a day that's you know works for them a day and time. Uh, you come in for about thirty to forty five minutes. We do the whole sit down where I get to know you, get to know me, um, and I haven't had a single person that hasn't come in to meet me that signed up with me. And I usually retain all of my people for a long portion of time. Um, but that's just to make sure that you're comfortable with me. Yeah. You're comfortable did, with the facility. That, that did sign up or didn't sign up? No, everybody has signed up. Everybody so far. Has signed I've never up. had a single person say yeah. they didn't like my classes either. Some Man. of them come hey, in and I'm like, that's awesome. So, 100% you know, closing. Uh, yeah. That's what it's yeah. been so far. Just come through the door. I promise. All right. Man. You can also give her a call at 830 315 4U. That's 830 315 4U is mm-hmm. that phone number on this. 
And John, you got anything else you want to add before we close this thing out? Just thank you for coming on. Well, thank you for I, having me. Yeah, thank you so much, Shantae. I've never yeah. been like this emotional during a podcast. I, 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 I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to get that way, and I apologize. For no, no apology necessary. I completely understand. <laughs> but hey, hey, home, and I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. We are broadcasting this podcast from the 99.1 Mike FM studio at Jam Broadcasting. And a uh, big shout out to Jam Broadcasting. Uh, if you need any advertising, uh, give us a call. Give me a call. Hit me up personally. Uh, you can send, send me a message on Facebook Messenger or call me 830-385-303. That's my old phone number. 830-777-7017. Uh, if I can help you with anything like that or help you grow your business in any way. All right, uh, com is where you can find this podcast at. Also, YouTube videos. You can find Curvo Podcast on YouTube. And when you go to com, the YouTube videos are now on the same page as the podcast. So you can check, choose to listen to audio or watch video. And if you just want to set it, set your phone down and, and listen to us in the background while you're doing something, then do the audio Man, part. We got if, a rock if you want to watch guy. it. <laughs> If you want to watch it, do the video part, and and there you go. You know, we we visual is very important as well as mm-hmm. as audio. So. It is, Mike. Thank you for that website. Mike did that whole website like in in like three minutes. You're hired. Um, <laughs> no, it is impressive. Well, thank Check you. Check it out, yeah. Curvo. Really, it's very impressive. Uh, also on Facebook uh, at Curvo Podcast as well. So that's going to go ahead and wrap up 31 again. Shantae, thank you so much thank for coming you. in today. Thank you, All right, guys. and that is the Curveball Podcast, episode number 31.